Hello and welcome to the Sister Sista podcast, a guide for young women coming into their own and for the women still trying to figure it out. I'm your host, Trudy. I'm a stay-at-home mom who's building a community for women to uplift each other and feel connected by similar life experiences. We're talking about love, lifestyle, health, relationships, current events, and so much more. So get comfy and listen in. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Sister Sister podcast. On this week's episode, I'm here with my guest, Victoria, and it's going to be a little bit different because we're talking about the realm of content creation, the business side of it, and being a mom who creates content because it's kind of like a different kind of realm, I guess, for and kind of career that stay-at-home moms can get into. So we wanted to have this discussion and kind of talk about this as like, it's an actual career and maybe you should be interested in it. So Victoria, how are you doing today? I'm good. Thanks for asking. <laughs> so I just want like the listeners to know just a little bit more about you and where they can find you before we get into the episode. Okay. Um, I'm Victoria. I'm a stay-at-home mom. I'm a content creator, a small business owner. Um, and you can find me on TikTok and Instagram at Tori Hill SD. So, um, like, how do you find balance um, between like being a mom and then wanting to create content and and get into that like creative space and focus on that creative space? Honestly, um, I second balance. <laughs> I'm learning <laughs> that part. Um, I'm learning how to be consistent with schedules right now, but what works for me right now is uh, focusing on my family first. Mm-hmm. That is you know, why I'm home. I'm a stay-at-home mom. So by focusing on my family first and pouring into them first, I am able to get into my creative space. Mm-hmm. So I follow women like you that inspire mm-hmm. me and um, you know, feed off of them and I get inspired. It's, it's kind of mm-hmm. tough to find the balance, like even just like finding the time. I know that sometimes that's what I kind of like struggle with, um, depending on the month, depending on the week. Um, it could just be a very hectic week, even if I've made a schedule. And sometimes it's like this day is just going to be a write off and you just move to the next day. Um, so that definitely is out there of trying to find the balance the best way that we can and I also just wanted to ask like how long have you been a content creator oh I've officially like I I would say like four months oh, okay. but I tried in 2020 mm-hmm. and I went in with like no knowledge okay. at all so I gave up on that so um I would say like a couple months now Okay. So back, if you go back to like 2020, do you feel like you had to like stop and then come up with a strategy, which we love to, we always hear that word with like influencers or content creators. Did you have to like go back and say, okay, what's my strategy? What's my purpose? And then, and then make the next move. Yes. So when I first started in 2020, I thought, oh, it's just taking pretty photos, taking videos and the brands will want to work with me. And I did not even know how to pitch to brands at that time. I didn't know how to connect with women. 
I didn't know how to find my target audience, any of that. So mm-hmm. at that time, I didn't even know any of this, what I know now. And I'm like, well, damn, I could have started a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Oh my I gosh. Started a long time ago. Isn't that so weird? Like I find that now being like a stay-at-home mom and then getting on the internet, I was like, wow, like I could have been doing this such a long time ago before I had a child and it probably would have been a lot easier. I would have been established. There's so many shoulda, coulda, wouldas. And then yeah. now it's like a stay-at-home mom and you're just like, okay, what else do I do with my time? And, you know, then you get into that space and you're like, wow, there's so much opportunity here. So much that like, you know, you can leverage. So sometimes I'm like, you feel like the previous years are kind of wasted time, but what you don't know, you just don't know. And and I mean, now we're here, right? So, and we're learning so much. Um, so I also want to talk about what you kind of like mentioned balance that that's like one of your biggest struggles. Do you have any other struggles that you face when it comes to like, either if it's time management, dealing with brands or just feeling overlooked in that kind of that industry of being an influencer, a content creator? Um, my biggest struggle with brands is you know, getting the no is mm-hmm. my biggest struggle, like, um, is getting to them to see my potential, the potential that I, I with the brand um, that mm-hmm. I could have with them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my biggest struggle because not everybody's going to see your potential. Mm-hmm. So I struggle because I struggle that a lot with brands, like with self-doubt, mm-hmm. like, oh, they don't want to work with me. So I should just quit. <laughs> right away. But, yeah. Right away. Yeah. That happens oh before God, you send going. out that email, right? It's just like, yeah. no, I don't have, like, I'm just not capable. Like, I'm just not going to do this. And you just don't hit the send button to those emails. Um, but that's very real. Like, and that's a very real struggle where, like, the self-doubt comes in. Once you start to gain, like, that confidence, that's obviously not true. And you can see that you do have, like, so much potential um, bringing forth your purpose, your expertise, your knowledge in specific products. I mean, especially as products that we're using every single day. Um, I guess just, like, the confidence that, like, as I said, like, you can do it. We can do it. Um, do you ever feel overlooked in the industry because if you're with like the different tiers of being a content creator do you feel that if because you have a smaller following um that maybe the brand's just not going to look at you or just think maybe she's just a state she's just a stay-at-home mom so she's not going to be able to like you know perform as well do you ever feel that at all oh absolutely um and it happens I've been told like after I pitch we're looking for somebody with 10,000 followers. Mm-hmm. We're looking for somebody with more reach and all that. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's hard, but I've been blessed to have a few. Mm-hmm. And I'm a stay-at-home mom, so I don't have to work as hard. And I'm mm-hmm. thankful for that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. Mm-hmm. And then how do you find, like, that you overcome that kind of, those kind of feelings? Having a community now of sisterhood that do the same thing as you, like other stay-at-home moms, mm-hmm. um, to encourage one another. Like I have a few group, uh, and a few groups that I'm in mm-hmm. of stay-at-home moms, and we connect, and they just encourage one another. And I'm like, okay, I can do this. Mm-hmm. So that's having really a community, yeah. yeah. No, that's really good, especially in this kind of space, having other women that are like rooting for you and you don't feel like it's cutthroat 
You know what I mean? And people that are able to like share their knowledge, share their resources, because that's just the thing. It's like the lack of knowledge. If you don't know what you don't know. So when someone else can say, oh, hey, check out, you know, this resource and try doing this, that helps you grow. And then that helps with your confidence. Um, I think having just like, as you said, that community and having that team of like other stay-at-home moms or other women who just give inspiration and the motivation and, and show you like, yes, it is possible, um, is definitely like such a huge boost. Yeah. Yeah. It's important. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I want to ask like, why did you decide to get into content creating? Okay. This is going to like, be like, kind of like a funny story. Okay, so (laughs) when I started getting into content creation, I actually wanted to, I'm a Christian, so Mm -hmm. I wanted to share the gospel Mm -hmm. (laughs) on Instagram. And so I created an account for Christian women and created a community Mm -hmm. and it was going, like Mm -hmm. it was going, it was going. I actually got to like 5,000 followers. Mm -hmm. One of my, most of my videos went like, hit like a hundred thousand views i was getting like partnerships from people uh, i was approved for instagram bonus reels and all that but then i was like i don't want to do this anymore i don't want oh. i don't want to be known as the christian girl oh, because okay. when i mess up who when i mess up if i post something that people don't believe in they're just gonna like throw stones at me and i mm. I, I wasn't i didn't want that i didn't want to be known as, as that. that yeah I just want to be known as me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. It can be such like a double-edged sword of like what you put out there. And it, there is a moment where you almost hesitate and you hold your breath and you say, like, what if people come for me? Like, what if people don't agree with this? Or what if people are just going to be like in my comments and just being negative? So it's like, yes, we put out the content, but people also have to realize like the negative part of it or the part where it's like, what if people don't agree or they don't accept this? Like that mm-hmm. can really affect affect you, right? And that mm-hmm. can make, I guess, you kind of change like the niche that you're in and say, you yeah. know what, it's just not for me. That doesn't mean that that's like, obviously you're still a Christian, but it is a lot to put out like very strong yeah. views. And, and I didn't want, yeah, I also didn't want like, if I was to post something and to have the church or mm-hmm. label Christians as that, because you know, I fall, I've, I swear, I use test audios, you know, you see my videos. Yeah. I didn't want to like, I mean, my videos are not like that, but I started like adapting to like trends on Instagram and I was like, okay, well, let's see a different side and show people a different side of me versus mm-hmm. just this Christian that people want to see, like, you know, they have their different views. Yeah. So. Cause then you probably felt like I have to be a cookie cutter and I have to fit into this specific style label like dress a certain way Mm -hmm. and then it's like then you again you probably felt like that wasn't me being me so that's another thing that's really important do you find that like you had to just come out and be like this is me as like who I am like I'm not pretending to be somebody else I'm not what's funny is I actually am finding myself more outside of the Christian community Mm -hmm. I, I still go to church I still watch you know I still I have a relationship with God, but um, just not on social media. Mm-hmm. I have it in the presence of my home, yeah, in quiet and private. Yeah. So. No, I get that. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually like getting into dressing up, mm-hmm. and that's big as a stay-at-home mom. So I'm showing people my outfits online, and I'm loving it. Like I'm mm-hmm. finding what I love. 
that's the part that makes it fun and being like in that creative space and experimenting that is really I think is really fun and really neat it is fun um so when it comes to like moments when you have like doubt or as you said like when you want to like completely give up and throw in the towel or moments where like you're really struggling like what really motivates you to want to continue with being in content creation I pray Mm -hmm. I pray and I have I have to like motivate myself I have to give myself a little pep talk and remind myself of my why like I want to homeschool my kids I need an income to do that Mm -hmm. like to be able to have this source of income to be able to stay home still Mm -hmm. because I want to do it I'm not trying to stay home just until my daughter is in kindergarten I'm trying to do it forever forever Mm -hmm. (laughs) Forever. I like the comfort of working from home yeah no I get that do you ever like think like maybe you should like start a different type of business or just stay in content creation or you're just like you have that kind of creative bug and you're like no this is my space this is what I enjoy and that's where you like and you see like the end game like do you have like that end game I see the end game girl (laughs) I see the end game if Tabitha can do it I can do it (laughs) we all can do it yeah Um, but I see it if I can make like how I see like I'm making a little something here Mm -hmm. so if I put like if I keep doing it and I keep building my portfolio keep working with brands there has to be there's gonna be success you're Mm -hmm. gonna get to where you want to be and success looks different for everybody Mm -hmm. whatever success looks like for you is not how success looks like for me Mm -hmm. like I'm not trying to be like a celebrity Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to make enough to where I don't have to go to work exactly Mm -hmm. exactly that's true it can look it can look different for for everyone like some people want to get like the notoriety some people just realize like okay this is a slow and steady game game and I want to build a community I want to have people who are my friends people who trust me you know if I give a review on this product like they understand that I've tried this product and it's good and you know um that there's that I'm moving with like purpose and intention and um and just really creating that community online I think is like the key thing and that's what people find to be like enjoying why they enjoy the space and why they keep trying to build um, their space is just the community um, and I mean being able to like just DM people and have conversations and those people have turned into like acquaintances or friends that you can talk to on a regular basis like even just having that um, especially in like the motherhood space for being a mom is so helpful and it's so interesting so that's what it's I think just like really building that community is awesome um, and what do you think it like takes to be really successful because as you're saying success can look different for everyone but we all have to like get to that get to a point because we can't sit down and do nothing we know that for sure yeah (laughs) um well from um what does it take to succeed in this career I would say to make sure you have a strong foundation Mm -hmm. um with that being said like take care of your family first like make sure you're good as well um because well your family first needs you most mm-hmm. you can't have success if your home is not first successful yeah um 
so we need to make this a career um just to keep going keep posting keep reaching out to brands but please make your main focus your family is all I can say um <laughs> because it's going I'm gonna say social media is always growing you are always going to grow on social media and as your social media grows so will partnerships so will um you as a person mm-hmm. like it's it's not going anywhere mm-hmm. take your time yeah so don't rush to get to what you think is successful or what mm-hmm. other people do take your time yeah success is with social media is always going to be there yeah that's true the taking your time part and like focusing on your family um I think in the, my like beginning stages it's like you get like this laser focus and you want to focus so much because you're like you're taking it seriously and you're like this is not going to be my career but you can't to me I think being a mom and being in like a creator space you can't be like staying up late at night waking up super early bring the candle mm-hmm. at both ends and just only focusing mm-hmm. on doing making content and not saying like hey oh I need to like still have a relationship with my partner I still Mm. need to like being able Mm. to like take care of my kids do breakfast do lunch Mm. do dinner you really have to try and find that balance and say okay because I'm a stay-at-home mom and this is creating content as a part is something that I would like to do and pursue it as a career but I can't do it as a nine to five with a child Mm -hmm. and I think sometimes what I've had to say to myself is you're going to be moving at a slower pace and that's okay because your family Mm. comes first. Like if I'm in the middle of doing something and my child wakes up, guess what? That may not be a part of the schedule, but time to shut it down. (laughs) Your child's like, you can't like, it's okay, hon, just wait like 10 minutes. And then 10 minutes, it turns into 20, you know, like that wouldn't sit well with me. exactly and your child is screaming and it can especially if they're like in that stage of like they're growing and they're developing they're going to get to the point where they hate seeing a phone out and they hate seeing the computer and seeing you in that work mode right so it's like you want to be intentional with your family and with your family and friends and know when to like completely shut it off right mm-hmm. <laughs> like when work when it's work it's work and then when it's family time it's family time and then also to add I find like it's also really important to make sure that everyone in that family knows that when work time, it is actually work time. So you need to have that space and like take that part seriously and not just be like, oh, I'm just fiddling on my phone. It's like, no, mom's working. This is mom's work time. Mm -hmm. And this is when, you know, mom's off from work. So I think it's important to have at least like that minimum balance there or figure out a way to create that balance. Because if you try to burn the candle at both ends, your personal life is going to suffer and then your business life is going to suffer. So yeah. Yeah. Having that mindset of like, this is a business and I need to create a schedule. It may not be a nine to five, but I have to create a schedule that's going to be a sustainable that I'm still going to be able to get creative and keep that, keep that, be able to keep the momentum because when it comes to social media, it's going to be consistency and then keeping and even taking scheduling breaks like if you're like time for me to schedule a week off from doing this schedule that week off you know what I mean like take the vacation time if you need to and then you come back to it like I think of it strictly of like this is a business and how would uh, like a person handle business if you're an entrepreneur mm-hmm. how would you handle your business mm-hmm. right 
So mm-hmm. I just want to know, well, thanks for listening to my TED talk. <laughs> we don't do a whole scale there, <laughs> but that's what I have learned in the past little while um, of like really struggling and like staying up late when I have like a one-year-old until like 5 a.m. And then he gets up at seven. <laughs> like, what is this yeah, madness? I was very big on burnouts. Like I cannot balance like I try to balance too much, mm-hmm. like not having a sense of what's important, what's my main focus. Yeah. So I'm actually like learning like, okay, dishes don't need to be washed right now. I have all day to wash it. My toddler gets my full attention in the morning. We do our thing in the morning. Okay, mom's going to work during nap mm-hmm. time or like before nap time. Mm-hmm. Just giving her the undivided attention she needs because mm-hmm. if I'm just, if you're just sitting on your phone or recording content and you're kid is sitting right there your kid is not going to be happy oh for sure exactly like they want your attention they want to play they want mommy like exactly it did not work out for me Mm -hmm. and again you learn that like go easy on yourself as well like we're all learning exactly we learn from experience exactly go definitely go easy on yourself and don't be like I have to like listen you don't have to do anything you don't have to like you don't want to do and you really have to like take it in like what is actually best for my family and like as you're saying too like what like what's the purpose of you doing this and what can you actually achieve you know what I mean like is it I want to be a permanent stay-at-home mom and I want to pursue content creation and be able to make sixty thousand dollars a year be able to make a hundred thousand dollars a year but I'm not going to be able to achieve this in one year you know what I'm saying like it's going to take me five six years to possibly get there you know so it's like so you have to figure out a way you can't be waking like staying up late for six years and think that you know it's going to work out unless you're a single person creating content but even still honey that's not it (laughs) like I mean you can do it it, but there's always a cost exactly (laughs) exactly exactly it's not worth it Mm -hmm. it. yeah there's always a cost right um even though we're talking about the ups and downs, but it's, it's the real honest truth. And I think um, because this becomes such like a big space and kind of like a lucrative space, if you're being able to stay at home and focus and and create content, if you're a mom, if you're someone venturing in that, like mom to be like a blogger space and influencer space being on TikTok and you have the time and those creative juices to, to create that content, it can be a lucrative space, but you really got to think like, is this what I want to do? Um, so kind of leading into that, what advice would you give moms who are considering stay-at-home moms, even too, like specifically who are considering this as a career path? Um, like if you are like a stay-at-home, stay-at-home, like you are not, you're, that workload is taken off you. If you are those type of stay-at-home mom, go easy, like. Mm-hmm. worry about your kid go easy take mm-hmm. your time um you don't like don't rush it um just like whatever time you do have pitch to friends mm-hmm. the time that you do have to do uh follow other creators in that area so that you can get inspired like mm-hmm. if, you, if the people around you are not inspiring you then what are they there for like yeah so follow girls that inspire you mm-hmm. and that keep you like 
driven and like moving with like towards a purpose and like a, an actual mm-hmm. goal and I think also seeing like that especially people who are maybe like really big creators it's like okay well like it is possible you know it's mm-hmm. like whenever <laughs> I watch like Jackie Ina and I'm like if you've seen Jackie Ina from like way back when and you've been following her since like 2012 or like 2020 20 2010 then you realize I I've, like, I've seen her I think yeah. I've watched videos what is her instagram name jackie ina okay never mind (laughs) it's jackie ina she does like she's a youtube she started like on youtube um but creating um like makeup i don't think she she does yeah she does she loves clothing she loves clothing too but i mean like seeing her just like blossom and just do so well and and progress i mean it's just amazing it just shows that it's possible with hard work um it's possible with consistency and I think people also have to keep that in mind like what do you think of the whole the whole going viral concept and like when it comes to like I just if I as long as I go viral then I'll make it you know what I mean um I think everybody has that mindset (laughs) you're like Like you're in disbelief you're you're just giving um that just because you go viral doesn't mean like you'll automatically get brand deals like somebody like so here's just like an example um I met um, a mommy creator out here and she has like maybe 40,000 like on TikTok so we met up and she's like we're talking and she's like how do you get brand deals and I'm Mm -hmm. like girl how do you not know you have 40 because followers okay it does matter followers does matter but if you don't know what don't to do know. with your followers, they're just for nothing. You're just posting for nothing. You're just posting for what? Val- validation. Mm-hmm. You're just seeking light. You're just seeking likes. And oh, I'm, people like you. Is that all you're looking for? I'm being honest here. So when I met with this mom, I'm like, okay, I'll, you don't know this. I'm going to tell you this. This is what you do. You pitch to brands. Here's an example. Say, hi, I'm da 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 da. I'm a video creator on TikTok. Send them your links add your links your socials and all that and after we left girl she was getting brand deals just like that like mm-hmm. she was telling me she's like oh my gosh I pitched brands and they're paying me like $300 a video mm-hmm. I'm like wow girl. she's like thank you and yeah not many people know this like mm-hmm. they just think content creators are just making videos the outsiders are really just thinking like oh they're making videos it's so easy yeah but it's not you have yeah. to come up with things and stuff That's, like that to get people's attention yeah you have to go out and seek the brand exactly yeah, it's that's it's that's fun. just the start I mean yeah it's like it gets you the eyes but like people I think sometimes people forget the legwork you got to put in the legwork it's like if you're if you're literally in sales if you're in sales you have to say okay like this is the product so you creating content is the product and then you have to still go back and follow up on your leads, follow up on certain companies, see which companies you would want to work with. So you have to go in and have your portfolio ready, have your media kits ready mm-hmm. and be able to do your pitches. And that's you mm-hmm. basically like selling your potential, sh- selling like mm-hmm. how I can collaborate. Right. So it's that's it. That's shocking. But I think people also need to realize that just because you have like a million followers, that's great. But 
people also look at like the engagement. I mean, I would hope that person is, you know, doing something with their name. (laughs) Right. I would hope so too, but it's like, I know people get there and they go viral and then it's like, okay, how now, how do I make money? How do you keep these followers? And how how do you you keep them? The followers. Mm -hmm. And keep them engaged. Yeah. People want consistent content. That's why content creators are consistent with their content. Yeah. Because they do know what it takes to be content mm-hmm. creators. And then um, I can only speak from my experience, I guess. I'm not big time, but I am this video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this this podcast. Mm-hmm. No, I, I just I appreciate just like the input and this is like a totally different side to um the potential that, you know, if you're a stay-at-home mom or if you're a mom or if you're a wife a housewife like there is potential there and I think sometimes just thinking outside of the box and I mean the world is changing so much I mean every single day on the news we're talking about AI they're saying how so many jobs are going to be lost and I mean Mm -hmm. just having multiple side hustles have multiple streams of income and if you're able to create content that could be just another stream of income for you so it's just Mm -hmm. knowing um what is out there knowing how to go about it and knowing that there are resources it just takes the time and you have to do you have to do the work regardless if you want to get a paycheck Mm -hmm. you're going to have to do the work Mm -hmm. so I also want to talk about and ask you what do you think is like the negative side of it like the side where it's like oh like I just want to log off or I just want to quit like what is the negative side because there's a positive everyone just thinks about going viral and making money but what's the what's the side where it's like oh my gosh like I really hate this it's having to be kind of like cringe all the time like some companies that like when I hear like um like some of their like what is that when I get my contract and they're like this is what we want and they give me the script and they're like we want you to be like super enthusiastic and I'm like I don't know how so it's, mm-hmm. like, it's the acting part sometimes it is yeah sometimes it is. it's hard to put on the time. Mm-hmm. that's the like that's the the part of like getting into the creative space and like okay like let's get let's get to it let's do this that's the part where it's like sometimes and during the like you're not interested you don't want to do it you know like you're not in the mood but sometimes it's like you got to get up and do it that's a part of the job so that's interesting anything else that you think is like a part that you don't like about being in this space I can't react it's having not to react to negative comments Mm -hmm. because I I back then I was like I I was sit there and argue all day with you Mm -hmm. like (laughs) But I had to grow and learn, like, this is taking too much of my time. Um, and just ignore hate comments. But sometimes mm-hmm. it's hard. Like, I just, mm-hmm. like, reply. Be like, what, what's your problem? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, having to have a strong mind. Mm-hmm. Not everybody is your friend. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, that is true. When the trolls come trolling or they're just like, I have a different opinion. In my head, I'm like, that's great. That's your opinion. Trust me, block hand is heavy. Block hand is heavy. <laughs> Delete hand is heavy. As soon as I, as soon as either you're not following me or I just like the way that the message starts, I don't even get to the period. I just swipe delete and I just block hand is heavy. 
That's something I have to learn. I'm still learning. <laughs> Trust me. That's <laughs> the one thing. I know what it's so funny. That's the one thing that like my husband wanted to protect me from. And he's like, I don't think this is a good idea because if people are mean online, then I don't want them to be mean to you. And I'm like, you're such a sweetheart. I understand, but my block hand is heavy. So don't worry. (laughs) When I was a Christian, when I was a Christian content creator, there were so many people that tried to go back and forth with me and I would cry because Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to respond. (laughs) No, I could totally see that. I could, because it's such like, I mean, it's such a huge topic. If you're talking about religion, if you're talking about Mm -hmm. finances, if you're like, everyone has a very strong opinion. Um, especially this day and age, it's like you're you're either walking on eggshells or you're just going for it. And I mean, at the end of the day, it's like you just want to be able to sleep at night, right? So I sleep peacefully at night now mm-hmm. in the space that I'm in, <laughs> right? That's another thing to cons- to consider, like the the space that you're going into, and like if you're gonna have to pick some battles or you don't want to pick any battles, and you're like, I just want something that's gonna be calm. And something that like I can sleep at night. I don't have to be worried about backlash. And even depending on like I've seen a couple of creators too, where it's like they've had they have very professional jobs if they're in like law or if they're you know a doctor or something like that. And it's like it's basically not on their like they're not supposed to be creating content because of their contract. Mm. So they have to pick and choose and say either you're going to be a lawyer or you're going to be a content creator, and you have to choose. You know, and that that happens. That's a part of that's a part of their space mm-hmm. right so I did hear like I do hear a lot of stories online where people find where you work and they get you fired exactly but I'm like oh, I don't post nothing about my private life for that reason <laughs> that too and that too that's a whole I don't even know if we should get into that part of it of just like being a content creator but still maintaining like your privacy and I think mm-hmm. part of like your sanity where it's like knowing the boundary of like this is, I'm only going to put so much out there, you know, and then Mm -hmm. the rest, like, I still want to have like my privacy because your privacy in this space now is like your sanity. I was also going to like, just ask if you feel like just generally that the space is overcrowded or do you feel like there's enough people who are trying and who stop and people who are successful to like still lose space until, and still to like encourage people to get into the space? It is not overcrowded. I think there's there's this perspective that people think that it's overcrowded because of how many people are doing it. But there are so many businesses that are starting up, so many businesses that are out and that want to work with influencers. So no, it's mm-hmm. not overcrowded. There's a lot of space. <laughs> there's a lot of space. You can still get out there. Um, <clears throat> I want to thank you, Victoria, so much for coming on and talking about your experience in this space. And I'm sure we will talk soon. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Sister Sister Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a review and share with a friend. Want to be more social? Give us a follow on Instagram at Sister Sister Podcast. Can't wait to catch up with you in the next episode.